right hey all my beauty professionals today we are going to talk about lighteners and there's so much that i could tell you about lighteners so this may or may not be a two-part podcast but in this podcast i just kind of want to go over briefly the structure of the hair the two types of lightener what lightener actually does to your hair when should you use lightener uh, which is also known in our industry as bleach that's kind of the non-professional term but the professional term really is lightener and um, so I want to cover that but we'll just see how long this you know goes on and then um, we'll go from there now I want to remind you guys too this is Ms. V's Real Beauty Talk but don't forget you can see my videos uh, or classes if you will on my YouTube channel which is Ms. V's Beauty Tutorials you can find me on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook uh, my Instagram is at Queen 40 which I'm thinking about changing that name but that's the name I have right now and then on my TikTok is at Von Tock, V-O-N-N-T-O-C-K 48. And you'll find me there on TikTok, <clears throat> which really is kind of like short excerpts or advertisement for my YouTube channel. So if you want to find me on those other outlets, you can do that. And I thank you so much for listening to my podcast those of you that do and I hope that you learn something from it that you're getting something out of it sometimes I can tend to be lured away from my topic and then when I listen over my podcast I'm like okay yeah I gotta work on that but so anyway um to the subject at hand which is lightener also known as bleach um, in the textbook, which I teach out of the Miladies textbook, there's two types of lighteners, meaning um, there's two kinds of lighteners. Doesn't matter how many companies are out there, but there's two kind. So there's on the scalp and then there's off the scalp. What on the scalp means is that when you apply it, if it gets on the scalp because you should never be slapping this type of chemical just deliberately on someone's scalp you try to get it as close as you can to the scalp and then it will swell up to the root area because lightener expands when you put it on the hair however you know things happen in application sometimes color sometimes lightener will get on the scalp so in that case, if it does get on the scalp, it doesn't react the way an off the scalp bleach or lightener would react. And some people are very sensitive. So in that case, you would choose to use an off the scalp. So there would be no blisters, no burning, unless they're just extremely sensitive. In that case, maybe it could happen. There's never a hundred percent there, you know but that's what it's for for those who are really sensitive now i have to tell you from experience my personal opinion about those is they don't necessarily lift as light as off the scalp lighteners 
Now, off the scalp lighteners, um, I've seen this time and time again where people have had blisters on their scalp, scabs on their scalp. When you're using off the scalp lightener and you just deliberately apply it on the scalp. And so many videos I watch on social media when they're applying color or lightener and they're just applying it from the scalp on down. Not as close as you can to the scalp, but literally like just when they subsection the hair, they just deliberately put it on the skin subsection through the hair. That's not necessarily correct. And this is why people react. And this is why sometimes, and I'll just say this and move on. When you um, get your hair colored or lightened for so long, over time you can develop a sensitivity to it and become allergic. So these things happen. Now, um, what else do I want to tell you? I want to talk about when should you use lightener. So usually when you when someone comes to you, a client says she wants her hair lighter, she shows you pictures, you know, you do the whole consultation thing. And remember when we talked about the consultation, you're asking, you're analyzing, you're assessing, and <clears throat> Remember, you're analyzing the texture of her hair, the condition of her hair. You're assessing all of that. Um, maybe I should talk about the levels first. You have uh, what's called a level chart. And the level chart usually starts from 1 to 10. 1 being the darkest, which is black. And then it goes through the phases of dark brown. And then you have um, red and then red gold and or red orange and orange and then gold and yellow and that gets to the lightest blonde right so when someone comes in you know you have to determine what level they're at uh what undertones and maybe we'll talk about that in another podcast because i'm just kind of brushing over the basics of lightener so in other words you want to see how light or dark their hair is that's one two you want to determine if it's their natural color or if it's hair color that's making it that light or dark three you want to determine if it's box color if it's henna or if it's professionally done right so when should you do lightener they want to be lighter hair color may not necessarily um do the job depends on how dark they are if they're extremely dark most likely you're going to end up using lightener depending on how light they want to be now if they don't only want to be like a couple of shades lighter and they're extremely dark let's say their hair is black or it's an extremely dark brown and it's natural and they just want to be a couple of shades lighter you just use a regular hair color with 20 volume 20 volume lifts up to two levels right so they would have a color but if they're wanting like lighter blonde highlights then you would choose to use lightener now when should you not use lightener backtrack to what i said about henna box color 
because a lot of box colors and I have a video on that about box dye and why it's bad for your hair <clears throat> a lot of times box colors have metallics in them and so that's why you don't really want to perm someone's hair that has box color on it or lighten someone's hair that has box color or uh, henna not henna henna but let me say this there's something called um, a preliminary strand test or I used to call it a test strand that's what the text used to call it now it calls it a preliminary strand test and this is also with perms you would do a test curl and you usually do it in the back of the head where if anything happens the hair can cover it right so Someone comes to you, you're doing your consultation, which is a conversation. You're finding out a little bit about their lifestyle, what they've done to their hair in the last six months. And let's say she has a box color. Hair looks dried out, um, looks kind of, you know, like that orangey color, doesn't really look good, or it's a darker color then you have to educate them and you say okay well this is what can happen if we just go through and do highlights so let's say so i'll tell you this let's do a test strand so i'll just take a little piece of your hair in the back you have to determine what volume developer you're going to use based off of the texture and the density of their hair let's say if their hair is medium um so it's not fine it's not coarse it's medium you may want to use a 20 to 30 volume. Try that with the, the test strand in the back. So if anything happens, now I'm gonna tell you my experience with what I've seen. And this is from working in the school. I've seen where, excuse me, The hair, they have box color on it. The hair, and also henna, I've seen this more than once, where the hair has uh, started smoking because the proper consultation wasn't done or the client said they had box color and the particular instructor out on the floor didn't think anything of it and they just put in the highlights. The hair is smoking. Now with henna, what I've seen is the foils blow up like there's popcorn in the foils and then you open it and a green smoke comes out of it. So you have to rush the client to the shampoo bowl to get the lightener out of their hair. So this is what I've seen. So this is what I can advise you when you're in your consultation, don't just slap bleach on their hair and think everything's going to be okay because this is a possibility. So you warn them, you tell them, you know, let's do a test strand, find out. And then if, if the condition of your hair is good, we can continue on. We'll schedule you for tomorrow or we'll, it depends on the time of the day. If you want to do that service that day, <clears throat> another service that you should not use lightener on someone's hair, you should not is if they have relaxer, a sodium hydroxide relaxer on their hair. If a client comes to you and she has sodium 
hydroxide on her hair and she wants highlights do not use bleach because it can melt their hair right off I've seen that now what's an option you can do you can do what's called a high lift tint and I'm not gonna get too much into that but a high lift tint lifts more than regular hair color it lifts up to four levels and so you have to determine what level your client is at to determine what color highlights she will get out of that but guess what it's still a hair color so she won't get quite the damage or her hair melting off because it's still a hair color which means it's going to stop after four levels it's not going to continue to lift until the hair melts off now I've actually done a test strand on my own hair this was years ago my uh, co-worker did it for me in the back of my head I had sodium hydroxide relaxer on my hair at the time she did a test strand and my hair melted right off I mean like when she opened the foil and pulled the foil out the hair came right off with it so I'm not kidding when I tell you these things this is true true life real stories that I'm telling you <clears throat> okay so moving forward so now you know when you should use a lightener let's say their hair is really thick coarse virgin hair and they want to be a certain level that hair color won't get them to then you choose to use lightener um, when should you not use lightener <sighs> box color henna sodium hydroxide relaxers uh, I don't even recommend it with permanent waves not saying that you cannot do it but again it depends on the condition of their hair the texture the density of their hair can their hair even handle it so the option to that is I'm not saying just well no can't do it because you know I heard somewhere on a podcast you can't do it what I'm telling you is before you choose to do it I don't recommend it personally but I would say if you're going to do it please do a test ran check it out first see how it's going to react to the hair and then move forward from there. That's what I'm saying on that. So I want to talk to you a little bit about what bleach is, what lightener slash bleach is. It is a state board procedure. That's one. You have highlights that you're going to do at state board. They haven't changed that. And I am going to do a podcast. Um, I have to look over my information, but I want to do a brief, um, you know, update on where we're at with State Board. They haven't changed much as far as the NIC because I've looked over it. Just a couple of things. Um, but we'll talk about that. And then um, I really want to go over the entire NIC, like just a verbal thing. So you can kind of get an idea, those of you out there who are studying for state board. So I do want to do that. Um, but lightener slash bleach, what it is, what it does to your hair. So it's different from hair color in that with hair color, hair color is designed to go into your hair 
Um, well, let me backtrack really quick. And I don't want to sound too jumbled. I hope I don't. Structure of the hair, really quick. You have the cuticle, the cortex, and some hair has the medulla. Okay, so the cuticle are the outer scales, the outer layer of the hair strand. They're protective scales over the cortex of the hair. The cortex of the hair is where everything is going down. That's where your elasticity is. That's where your natural pigment of your hair strand is. And just remember this, it's like your skin color. The darker the skin, the more protection you have against the UV rays. The darker your hair is, the more protection and the stronger it is, okay? Hair color goes into the hair and it will lift some of that natural pigment out of the cortex. And when I say hair color, I'm talking permanent. I'm not talking semi demi and temporary. Those don't penetrate deep enough uh, and there's no lifting with those. So temporary, semi, demi, they don't lift. Permanent hair color does lift and it's mixed with a developer, which is hydrogen peroxide, right? And it goes, the most common ones we used in the salon or we use, I should say, is 10 volume, 20 volume, 30 and 40 volume. The most commonly used developer is 20 volume, right? Okay, so that's that. It will lift to a certain point and then it will deposit an artificial pigment. Lightener, on the other hand, you could think of like Clorox bleach. It's a stain lifter, right? It goes into your clothes and it'll lift the stains out. And if you get it on your dark colored clothes, it'll lift all the pigment out of your clothing, right? OxyClean kind of does the same thing. It goes in and lifts all that out. Bleach is the same way. When you put it on the hair, if you do not stop it, it will lift until the hair turns clear and just melts right off, right? So there's different stages of color in your natural hair. And it's starting off with black which is level one, right? So then, you have dark red brown, you have red brown, red, red orange, orange, orange gold, gold, yellow gold, yellow, and then pale yellow is the lightest. So a lot of times you'll see people with silver hair, they had to lighten their hair up to that pale yellow phase. Now this is what I wanna tell you, as nice as it looks, and not everyone's hair is like this, but I will tell you this. It's almost, um, I compare it to becoming an albino. Because remember the pigment in your hair gives your hair strength. So the lighter you go, the weaker your hair is getting. That means if you curl your hair every day, it's gonna fall out real easy the lighter it is. Even the water that we shower with and shampoo our hair with, definitely if you're not using good shampoos, it's gonna cause breakage the lighter your hair is because it is weaker. And even just being outside in the environment can be brutal to your hair. So lightener, when you apply it to the hair, it goes into the core of the hair where your natural pigment is. 
and it begins to remove it. Now, I learned this from a Redken class that I took years ago, and it, it just kind of blew me away, and I never forgot it. Um, it goes into the natural hair, and it's called fragmenting. So you could think of it as like a stick of dynamite when you place it in the hair. It starts to blow up the natural pigment cells in there and it just continues to to blow up the natural pigment cells where they get tinier and more tiny and more tiny until they're non-existent and then when they're non-existent the hair is at a pale yellow or clear even because pale yellow you still have a little bit of yellow granules in the hair right so you have to stop it. In other words, this isn't a service where you do highlights and then say, okay, I'll be back in 30 minutes to check on you. You should not do that. This isn't a service that you walk away from. This is a service where you continue to check on the hair, but it depends on how fine or thick that hair is, right? Because the finer the hair is, of course, it's going to lift faster. So just remember that word fragmenting. I learned that from Redken. And um, it just continues to, to blow that up until there's no more pigment left unless you stop it. Here's another key thing too that a lot of people don't know. When you're rinsing out lightener, you really should rinse it out in cool water. Now I learned this from the old state board criteria. Cool water because cool water stops it from processing. Now, I actually had an experience with a relative where she had lightened her own hair. She applied another color on top of it. And this was like a week or so later. She did not rinse it out in cool water. She just rinsed it out warm water, right? Applied this color on. Well, she was at my sister's house for the weekend. And so my sister called me frantically and was like telling me about my cousin's hair, how she had lightened it, put color on it. So what was happening was her hair was turning lighter. It was a bright red, but it started turning to a pink and like getting lighter as she was there at my sister's house. So my sister said, what's happening? What do we do? Because my relative was freaking out. I said, okay, ask her when she originally did the lightener on her hair, did she rinse it out in cool water? She didn't. She did it in warm water. So what was happening over the days was the bleach was continuing to work in her hair. And so that's why the red color was getting lighter. So I told her, hurry up, go upstairs, shampoo her hair. Uh, my sister had a real good, you know, professional shampoo at that time and rinse it out in cool water and then condition it and it stopped it. So key thing when you're rinsing out highlights and I'm not talking about bone shivering cold water. I'm talking about cool water that's just past warm and it gets cool. Yeah, that stops the processing. And then when you are doing this service you really want to mix protein with moisture because it is drying because you've just removed pigment out of that client's hair and then uh, the protein structure because you've weakened it remember the elasticity the strength of the hair is in the cortex and that's where you did all your lightening 
and you've removed pigment, which makes the hair weaker. So protein and moisture. Rinse it out in cool water, and that stops the processing. And an acidic shampoo, meaning, remember our pH is 4.5 to 5.5, you should be using a shampoo that's within that range, not too much higher than that, because then it becomes alkaline, and the hair can continue to process. It doesn't help to stop the processing right so let's see what else did I want to tell you about lightener I think right now that's all I can think of Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you really quick about toners. And we're going to have another podcast on toners, like what they are and, you know, how you should pick them. Um, But one thing, you know, because a lot of people are comfortable. One, okay, there's a few things I want to tell you really quick before I let you go. One, when you are lightening someone's hair, you do not have to use a toner if you have lifted that hair to where you and that client wanted their hair to be i mean like the perfect highlights came out and it is just perfect you don't need to now if it makes you feel better to have a coating over that lightened hair and you just want it to feel more protected use clear And that'll be a clear glaze over your highlights that will shield it like you did a top coat over the hair. That's one. Um, Two, you don't always need to use 40 volume with, with bleach. I know, um, a lot of people just automatically wants to go to the 40 volume because it lives faster you know it's going to work faster and get you out of there but really not everyone's hair needs 40 volume and two everyone does not need to go under the dryer a couple of things with that when you go under the dryer um now let me say this i would use that as a last resort put it that way and a lot of times i've seen that when they had highlights on box color and it was black box color and they waited for 45 minutes to an hour and it did nothing so their last resort was to put them under the dryer and still nothing happened so that's part of uh, your consultation when you find out your client has box color too but when you put them under the dryer it makes the product runny and so remember lightener expands already so when you sit your client under the dryer it's runny and it's expanding and it's going to bleed into the hair that you don't want it to go into so when you take them out you got tiger stripes and unwanted bleeding so that's one reason why you would use that as a last resort um and i think this might be a two-part podcast so I'm just going to use this week to go over some more points that I want to tell you about bleach. 
slash Leitner. And hopefully you learned something about this. Um, and hopefully you, you learn that this is probably one of the strongest chemicals that you work with. A lot of people use it for balayaging and all that stuff and they make it look so simple and you know you see these videos on social media and it just comes out oh so beautiful but remember this just because someone's hair looks beautiful for a video or a photo shoot does not mean their hair is in good condition when they go home now I've had professional people come into schools that I worked in my students were models and their hair looked fabulous. And then a few days later, their hair is a mess. It's rough and tough and it's starting to break off. So just remember that we can always make someone's hair look good, but we want it to be, these are clients that we want to retain in our chairs, not just have them come in once and spend all this money and we never see them again. We want them to come back. We want them to tell their friends about us have them come back so what i'm telling you is things to maintain and i want you to know what you're working with okay so that's my main goal is really to educate you on these things so that you know and you know how to maintain your client's hair of course every chemical we use is damaging but what are you going to do to help them keep their hair in the best condition that it can be in with that chemical in their hair so that's all i have for you today my beauty professionals thank you so much for listening to miss v's real beauty talk and stay tuned for part two of lighteners and bleach bye bye